What is going on, guys? Nick Sports Speakeasy here, and welcome back to my most recent episode. Now, today we are going to discuss week one of the NFL season in terms of playoffs. We're also going to discuss the NCAA football national championship game. I apologize, guys, for the hiatus. I've been away for a couple weeks. I've been busy with some things, so I haven't had really much of a time to post. I also thought week 18 of the season was a little pointless to post about the NFL season because a lot of teams, yeah, they're fighting, some fighting for playoff spots, some fighting for the one or two seed in the playoffs, but there was a lot of people that already clinched the playoffs that were basically, you know, they they clinched and they had nothing really to play for because they were benching their starters. So all of those things were to keep in mind why I did not post a podcast for week 18. Also, uh, we have great news. A couple days ago, they announced DeMar Hamlin was discharged from the hospital. Those are That is a great thing to hear. For those of you who didn't know, DeMar Hamlin, uh, during a Buffalo Bills and, and Cincinnati Bengals battling for the one seed of the playoffs, um, he collided with T. Higgins. He passed out. He had to be rushed to the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Um, T. Higgins' body shut down, but he was able to obviously regain consciousness, and now he is doing much better. That is great, great football news to hear. This is something that's bigger than the game. And yeah, so we are going to dive in. The first thing we are going to discuss is the NCAA National Championship game. So as many of you know, Georgia completely throttled TCU 65-7. I was very, very surprised because you know what? Georgia is a really good team. TCU is a good team. They beat Michigan 51-45. That was a very good game. Um... But overall, see, Georgia has one of the best defenses in the nation. They're loaded with five-star recruit talent all over the place. Um, I don't think people are saying, oh, Alabama should have been in the playoffs or other team. TCU wasn't good enough. But if TCU wasn't good enough, why would they beat Michigan? See, TCU's defense is sneaky good. you got a lot of mid-to-late-round draft picks on that defense. Keep in mind, if you're a team that has six seventh-round picks— most teams don't even have guys that'll make it as an undrafted free agent on the next level. So you're more t- talented than 99% of the teams in the, in the country. So they had mid-round draft picks on their team. They they had number one top 10 wide receiver in Quentin Johnson, a TCU. Max, I'm a big Max Duggan fan. I do think, you know, declaring was actually the right move, declaring for the draft beforehand. Because the thing is, he just took TCU all the way to the national championship game. He had He led them to only... A, a two-loss season. The only two losses came in the final three games of the season. They were undefeated, 13-0 at one point. Um, the running back for TCU is also really, really good. And, you know, TCU is a great team, but I just think, you know, I don't think it's a, a matter of they didn't belong. I just think they choked. And I also think Georgia is just stacked with five-star recruits. I mean, George, TCU, most teams in the country don't have the talent Georgia has on their team. Um, if you if you look at Michigan, Michigan has insane talent, but they don't have as much talent as Georgia. If you look at a team, Ohio State actually would have probably, if per se they weren't matched up again with them in the semifinals, Ohio State lost on you know a field goal miss. So chances are Ohio State probably would have throttled TCU as well. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't know why people are saying TCU didn't belong. TCU just had the greatest season by a team like you know they had the greatest season of their team's history ever and Andy Dalton was there and they're pretty darn good and I don't even think yeah I think they had an undefeated season but they didn't make the the national championship like they did so you know and Matt and overall like I said 
like I said before, Max Duggan needs to improve some things on the next level. Um, his game, I think he's, you know, he's run, for, the thing I don't like, I think he runs a little more than he needs to. I think occasionally he does take a little too long to throw the ball. Sometimes he'll force the, 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 the ball in a window, the, the, you know, in, in, a, in an area that's, that's too crowded for it to, you know, to fit in. And, uh, you know, I think Max, you know, overall, I think there's still things he needs to work on with his game. But, uh, and also in the national championship game, Duggan threw 14 for 22 passing, 152 yards and two picks. That was, that's obviously a little concerning if you want to get drafted. Quentin Johnson, even though one catch for three yards in a national championship game, I still think Quentin Johnson's a top 10, 15 pick. I don't think there's a whole lot of pro-ready receivers in the nation that would have done good against Georgia. And overall, Stenson Bennett, 18 for 25, 304 yards and four touchdowns. The only problem, thing I don't like about Stenson is that he's 25. I do think Stenson Bennett went from a six. I think he'll get drafted anywhere from the fourth to sixth round. I think he's he's more, he's probably a six-round pick, but I do think it's possible his stock went up to a fourth, from a sixth, seventh rounder to a fourth, fifth rounder. The issue is that he's 5'11", he's small. Uh, he, as a thrower, he's not too bad. Um, he killed it. But keep in mind, Stenson Bennett has way more talent to, to work with. That uh, Brock Bowers is a five-star recruit tight end, one of the highest-ranked tight ends coming out of high school of all time. And Brock Bowers, probably top five draft pick, has a chance to be the next, a better version of Kyle Pitts, a tight end to go top five. And, um, you know, he's he's absolutely, he's an absolute stud. He's got Darnell Washington, 6'7", 260. I mean, I mean, you know, Stenson Bennett has such a stacked team. And I do, and I do think, yeah, he'll get drafted. But I just think Stenson Bennett overall is kind of small and has some physical limitations, and he's old as age. And but in this game, they just killed it. Bennett had two rushing touchdowns. Robinson, the running back, had two touchdowns. Uh, Kendall or not Kendall Milton? Sorry, that's the guy on the Broncos. Uh, yeah, you know it's Kendall Milton. Sorry, I thought it, I didn't know it was Kendall Milton. It's another Kendall Milton. Had a touchdown. Brock Bowers had a receiving touchdown. McConkney had two touchdowns. Mitchell had a touchdown. So overall, this is just a complete blow from start to finish. It just goes to show you how much better Georgia is than all the teams in the nation. Because TCU, it's not like TCU is a bad team. They're a good team. They're just Georgia's much better. So now for the fun stuff. So now we are going to talk about the NFL now. Um. Uh, the first game we we're going to discuss is the Seahawks and the 49ers. Now, I truly believe this is going to be a much closer game than people think. Uh, but I'm going to go with San Francisco. Why? Seahawks defense was abysmal the last couple of years. They definitely improved a lot this year. But I still think that San Francisco is just too stacked. San Francisco has great... Debo Samuel is one of the top... You receivers in the league. I don't know if he's fully healthy yet. I that that is, but they they got him whenever he comes back. Okay, they they have Christian McCaffrey, one of the best running backs, one of the best lines in the league, one of the best number two receivers, Brandon Ayuk, one of the best defenses. I think San Francisco is just gonna cruise and beat the the, the Seahawks. I just think, you know, I think Brock Purdy is doing really well. I'm not, but I also feel. Like, a lot of people in Brock Purdy's situation could succeed. I think, you know, he's Mr. Irrelevant, which is crazy, because he was originally a first-round talent in college, and then he slipped to the sixth, He slipped to the seventh round, the last pick in the draft. But I think Brock Purdy is extremely, extremely good. 
and I, I, but I also think the talent on his team makes him look a little better than he really is. So, but overall, just because of how much the, the better the 40 good, how much better San Francisco is than the Seahawks, I think they take this one. The Seahawks, also Geno Smith is having a resurgence of his career. His first couple years of the year, or his career, he was with the Jets, did not do very well. He bounced around as a backup the next four or five seasons. Then he got Russell Wilson was traded to Denver, got the $250 million over five years. So And then they decided to stick with Geno. Everyone was laughing. And lo and behold, the Seahawks are still in the playoffs. This goes to show you how good of a coach Pete Carroll is. Obviously, they got improved online. Charles Cross, the ninth, or I think the seventh or the ninth overall pick in the draft, has made the Seahawks line much better. Kenneth Walker is a potential offensive rookie of the year candidate. They got a bunch of good running backs. They had that other guy towards ACL Rashad Penny. So the Seahawks running back room might want to be one of the one fully healthy, might be one of the best in the league. You get DK Metcalf, who's an absolute stud at receiver. Uh, you got Tyler Lockett. Uh, it improved, not still not as good as it could be, but it improved defense. The Seahawks have. So over, like, you know, obviously that's not saying much because the Seahawks defense was really, really bad years prior. But at the end of the day, San Francisco is going to prevail victorious in this in this game. Now you got the Jaguars and the Chargers. This is a really, really interesting game because I think Jacksonville could pull an upset here. But I think this is going to be a tough one. I'm going to pick the Chargers because Trevor Lawrence is, is a second-year quarterback. Herbert's got a little more experience. This is their, both, their first playoff game starting. But overall, the Chargers... The Chargers got Keenan Allen, who's really good. Obviously, Keenan, Keenan Allen is a really good receiver. You got Mike Williams. You got the O-line still isn't great. Obviously, Rashawn Slater, the, one of the best left tackles in the league towards ACL. But the Chargers have a really good defense. Obviously, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, a, a rookie quarterback going up against a, a, one of the best safeties, two of the best pass rushers, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, Drew Tranquil, the linebacker. That's difficult for a, a second-year quarterback to have to face. Doug Peterson, though, watch out for him. He's a Super Bowl champion, and he could take them further than he could take them further than they'll, you know, perhaps they could really go. But um, Sam, I'm I'm picking the Chargers. They just have, you know, I'm not gonna say because because Khalil Max played in the playoffs before with Chicago. I believe he played one year with the Raiders. Um, I just think the Chargers are the more developed team, more veteran leadership, not as much young ta- young guys. I think Chargers are just a little bit better. I mean, offensively, Jacksonville, yeah, Zay Jones emerged as a better receiver this year. Uh, the other receiver they have is really good, um, Christian Kirk. They paid him. Um, the, the, the defense on Jacksonville is, is pretty good. But overall, I would I would take the Chargers just because they have more experience. They're the more mature, the more developed team. And yeah, that is my announcement for the Jags Chargers game now. Bills and Dolphins. I think this is a pretty, this is a lock. Buffalo's going to lock and beat the beat Miami. Miami has their third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. While this kid definitely has an arm, I just think they don't really stand much of a chance. The fact Miami's still down in the playoffs after what happened with Tua this year is unbelievable. Um, you know, Mike McDaniel deserves a lot of credit for taking the, the Dolphins to the playoffs his first year as a head coach. Um, but I think Buffalo, Josh Allen's a stud. Obviously, for DeMar Hamlin, they're going to want to ball out and play well, and I think that is also something that will spark motivation for the Buffalo to play better. Um, you got Dawson Knox, who I see as a top 10, top 5 tight end in the NFL right now. 
You got Gabe Davis, one of the best number two wide receivers. Stephon Diggs, one of the best number one wide receivers. Uh, defensively, they're just stacked. The two young guys, uh, three young guys, Carlos Basham Jr., Gregory Rousseau, Ed Oliver, uh, Tredavious White, all studs, the corner. Buffalo's got a really, really stacked team. And I don't really think Miami has much of a chance. I think Miami's defense is pretty good too. Guys like Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard. But I, I just think Josh Allen has carved up really good defenses before because Josh Allen is just really good. And you know, I just I think Miami is gonna is gonna or is gonna lose this game. I think Buffalo's gonna win. Now Giants against Minnesota. This is a very interesting game because the Giants bench their starters last week, so obviously they're coming in well rested. I think Daniel Jones is a really good, a much better quarterback than people give him credit. He had the best touch, one of the best touchdown interceptions ratio in the league. Kid can move. Obviously, fifteen touchdowns might not sound great in seventeen, eighteen games, but at the same time, when he doesn't get to throw the ball a lot, because the O line, while it's improved, it's still not as good as it should be. Say they run the ball mostly with Saquon. They both, they both have good. They both have. They have no receivers whatsoever they have you know obviously Saquon is one of the best running backs but see last time Minnesota and the Giants played each other Minnesota Kirk Cousins got away with a couple I thought were BS penalties where they they got called for a penalty and then Kirk Cousins got two interceptions overturned um I think overall that the Giants because they played the Vikings tough the first time the Vikings won on last second field goal I think the Giants are a sneaky good team, and I think they're going to beat the Vikings. I think they're going to beat Minnesota because uh, pull the upset on the road. They won't lose to Minnesota twice. Obviously, the Giants' defense is very good. Justin Jefferson. I mean, I don't think the Giants' corners are great. They got that kid Cordell Flott, who's a very, very underrated rookie. I believe he's a rookie. They got Xavier McKinney. They got a couple of Kayvon Thibodeau. The kid's a stud. Aziz Oljolari, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. When fully healthy, they're one of the best overall exterior and interior pass rushers in the, in the NFL right now. And I think, why, yeah, obviously in the offseason, the Giants, while I don't think, while I think they'll win this game, I don't know about a deep playoff run because of their lack of talent at wide receiver, because of their lack of protection for Daniel Jones. But I do think they'll win this game. I think Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Minnesota's really good. But Minnesota's a really good team. But uh, overall, I just think I just think it, it's like there's no way they're going to beat the Giants twice. I just don't see it. Now, we are going to go on the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens game. Uh, Cincinnati, obviously, is a really good team. They are one of the best teams in the league. Uh, obviously, Jamar Chase is Joe Burrow's teammate in college. you got T. Higgins. Joe Mixon, a line, while it's not great, it's a little improved, it's still not great, the defense. While the secondary outside of Jesse Bates isn't great, you got solid talent, Trey Hendrickson on the defensive line. You got, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals have pretty good talent up front, so that's why they are as successful as a team. I think uh, in this game is going to be really good, but the whole outlier, right, the whole outlier of this game is that the fact Lamar Jackson is out. Lamar Jackson is out with an injury, and obviously, he's a great quarterback. He's only 26 years old. He's still got another if, because his play style is something that could get you hurt. He's battled not severe, severe injuries, but he's battled some injuries in his career. He's had some setbacks, and and overall, 
he, him not being healthy for this game, I got to pick Cincinnati Bengals as a lock. I don't think Tyler Huntley, I think he's a decent backup, but not a great backup. And I just think, yeah, like they don't have a great receiving core. Rashad Bateman, you know, Rashad Bateman's a decent receiver. But Mark, obviously Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the league. We all know that. But they don't really have a whole, in my opinion, they don't have a whole lot of talent. I mean, Rashad Bateman really, as talented as he is, he didn't really do much this year. And I, I don't I don't think Lamar I don't think they have much talent offensively outside of Lamar. I think Baltimore's offense is just Lamar Jackson. I don't I mean he just just doesn't you know, I just think his receiving corps is not very good. And now Tyler Huntley takes over, a lesser a downrated quarterback with that offense around him. I just don't think I mean I mean I think Lamar's the entire Ravens. I just don't see them having any chance. I mean, Cincinnati is, is, I just think this is going to be a, an easy win for Cincinnati. I just, yeah, I think the defense might be, play them tough, but I just don't think it's, I, I just don't think they, I don't think they have much of a shot. I'm sorry. You know, because now your game plan was to constantly load guys in the box to stop Lamar. You know, or, I mean, now Cincinnati has an easier job. Their front seven, it takes pressure off their front seven to have to constantly, you know, exert themselves on every play. When, you know, 70, 80% of the, the offense is Lamar usually running the ball. So now you don't have to prepare for that. It gets a little easier. Now you're just, it's just another regular backup quarterback. So yeah, it's got to, it's, it's going to go to Cincinnati. I'm sorry. Now the next game we're going to discuss is Tampa Bay and Dallas. This is interesting because I'm a Bucks fan, loyal Bucks fan since 2012. And uh, the predictability of the play calling with guys like, I don't think Todd Bowles is that great of a head coach, personally. He almost took the Jets to the playoffs in 2015 with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback, which was a great, you know, obviously a crazy season for them. That was six, seven years. That was a long, almost eight years ago, seven years ago. But since then, Todd Bowles, yeah, he's been a defensive quarterback. I don't think Todd Bowles is that great of a head coach. You have Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, one of the best running backs, Leonard Fournette, a, a decent O-line, a stud defense, and you win, you barely go five. You don't even go 500. Tampa Bay has no business whatsoever being in the playoffs. I just don't think, as a Bucks fan, I don't think we deserve to be here. I think, the you know, Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich are exposed to have the talent they have and to still not succeed. I think Bruce Arians was the reason why. Tampa Bay, I'm not saying, obviously, Tom Brady and the team were a big part, but I'm saying in terms of the coaches, Bruce Arians had the biggest reason for their success of any other coach on the team. And I just, you know, it's 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 it's, tra- it's been a tragic season for the Bucks, but I'm going to actually pick them to win. Why? Okay, Dallas is secondary. Trevon Diggs improved a little bit. I don't think he's that great as a cover corner. He's got to go up against either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, which, which either one of those guys, Mike Evans is more of a physical receiver. Chris Godwin's more of a deep threat speedster. They're both speed receivers, okay? To go up against one of them is not easy. They don't have much of a corner that could guard them outside of him, okay? Dallas is, yeah, Micah Parsons to Marcus Lawrence are good, but that defense is just not going to, I don't think they have much of a shot. I don't think they have 
I don't think they have much of a shot against Tampa because you know Tom Brady's been doing this for years. He's an experienced. He's a forty gonna be forty six. I believe he's gonna be forty six years old this year. There's there's just it just I I don't I don't I don't see I don't I don't see how Dallas could win this game. Dak Prescott, yeah, a lot of the interceptions weren't his fault, but I just I don't think he's got much. I I don't think Dak's got really. You know, he didn't play that good this year. Yeah, they got CeeDee Lamb and they got Michael Gallup, but we got decent corners. Jamal Dean's pretty decent. Uh, Carlton Davis is pretty decent. Sean Murphy Bunting, eh, not the best option, but our safeties, Mike Edwards, are, and uh, and Antonio Winfield, or sorry, Antoine Winfield Jr. We got a good defense. Devin White, I mean, we got a stacked defense. I don't see how Dallas is going to be able to get a rhythm against this defense, not to mention they're on the road. Yeah, the warm climate they they can relate to being Dallas, obviously going to Tampa, but at the same time, I'm picking Bucks to win this game. I don't think we're a deep playoff team, but never never count Tom Brady out. That's the one thing I learned about Tom Brady is never count Tom Brady out. But I also think I don't think Brady's particularly done as people were saying he is. I think it's more of a coaching issue with the team. So those are my projections for the games, and I'm actually going to give my score projections. I think San Francisco. The final score of the 49ers Seahawks games, I think it's going to be, I'm 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 going to say 31, 30, 30 to 7 to 31 to 20 49ers over the Seahawks. I think for San Francisco Smith, they get a little bit of rhythm against San Francisco, but I just think the defense of the 49ers is just too talented for for Seahawks to do much. Chargers, Chargers and the Jaguars, I don't think will be that high scoring. I'm actually going to pick Chargers. 24 Jacksonville 20 that's what I'm going to pick in, in the second in that game uh third game this one I think is going to be blown open a little bit I like Buffalo 27 17 over Miami I think 17 points for Skylar Thompson's a little generous but I'm not you know he's not for a third string backup he's he's good but but I just don't see how a guy on his position is going to succeed against Buffalo uh Minnesota and the Giants this one will be a little interesting um, I say the final score of this game is 24-21 Giants over the Vikings. Uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore, I think this one's going to be blown open. I, I'm picking, ready, I'm picking 28, I'm pick 31-6 Cincinnati over Baltimore. I just don't think with a back, Tyler Huntley, I, I just don't think they're going to do that much. You, you take Lamar off the Ravens and they're nothing. I'm sorry, that's just a fact. Uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas. I'm going. This is a tough game. I'm I'm gonna have to say it's gonna be low scoring. Twenty four twenty Tampa over Dallas. I don't think the Bucks offense is anything special, but I just think their defense is too good for you know in terms of talent for Dallas to do. And we've seen Prescott against not as great defenses play bad. Now he's facing Tampa. I just don't think. While I don't think we're that good, we beat them and we beat them once, and I think we'll beat them again. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. Uh, I'm um, I will be posting again soon. Obviously, my recap of the games and division round, the conference championship, and the Super Bowl. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys soon. Like, comment, subscribe, everything.